Hey everyone, welcome back yet again to the Warrior Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, and on this episode of the podcast, I was joined by Phil of American Yogi. I've been following American Yogi on their social media journey here for the past about a year and a half. And over the past year, I've actually been talking with Phil, the owner and uh, main frontman of American Yogi, um, through various messaging back and forth. And uh, between the busy lifestyle that we all know from being active duty, deployments, training, uh, trying to balance out your free time with friends, family, and everything of that nature, we just haven't been able to quite make the time to sit down and record a podcast episode, but thankfully we were able to do so this past week. So American Yogi is a veteran-owned and operated clothing brand, but they're all about mindfulness, they're about obviously yoga, and uh, Phil's mission is really trying to destigmatize yoga as a, you know, a girl thing, a chick thing, uh, a feminine thing and bring it to uh, the hearts and minds of more military members. I'm not going to still fill thunder. I'll let him talk about what American Yogi is all about. Uh, before we get into the actual conversation, though, just want to let you guys know that Phil was awesome enough to give a coupon discount code for you guys. So if you're looking to uh, get yourself an American Yogi shirt, maybe some American Yogi silkies, uh, so you can... Uh, rep the brand, rep a, f- a fellow veteran, uh, company, as well as uh, yogi mindset while you're out there either throwing the weights around or doing your own yoga practice. Stick around at the end of the show because I'll give you that coupon code. All right, last little bit of business before we get into the conversation. Please, as a listener, go to wherever you're getting this podcast from, Apple, Spotify, Audible, and leave a review for the show. And if you know someone who's a warrior monk or you think someone who would appreciate a warrior monk mentality, uh, go ahead and send them the podcast so they can uh, take a listen as well. I'd appreciate it. So it helps uh, support the podcast a lot. All right, guys, without further ado, here we go. Conversation with Phil, American Yogi. All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining me again on the Warrior Monk podcast. And uh, really excited because I've got Phil from American Yogi on the podcast today. And Phil and I have been going back and forth for, gosh, it seems like probably close to a year now. And we've just not been able to get our schedules lined up due to deployments and uh, various commitments and uh, being busy and out the door and this, that, and the other thing. So I'm really glad that you're able to join me today, Phil. And I appreciate you taking a couple minutes out of your uh, 4th of July, your holiday, to talk with me for a couple minutes. So welcome to the Warrior Monk Podcast. Uh, thanks, brother. Pleasure to talk with you. Yeah, man. So uh, if you don't mind, you're, you know, you're, American Yogi has been up and coming and I've seen you guys uh, more and more dealing with uh, other people online in the veteran community and had some really, it seems like successful events recently. Um, can you give my listeners a little bit of background on who you are, what you've done and where American Yogi's come from? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am currently active duty out at Fort Bragg. Um, I'm going through the uh, med board process, the medical separation process. I'm a soft CA cat. Um, prior to that, I was I was in the CAV in the Army. Uh, I was out of Carson for a couple of years. Uh, prior to that, I was a photojournalist uh, for uh, several agencies. I, I freelance New York Times quite a bit. Um, I went overseas. I wanted to be a combat photographer back in the day. Um, and then prior to that, uh, I bounced around jobs trying to figure out what to do with my life. So that's kind of the, uh, the brief summary. And now it's, uh, as I'm getting out the army, American Yogi is, is hands down the, 
the duty, my purpose in life. And that's, that's where I'm heading. That's awesome. And you guys, uh, you know, are, you're in a clothing brand, but you're also uh, about kind of being an ambassador for yoga for, I guess, everyone, but kind of really tailoring a little bit to the military community as well. Uh, so can you kind of give me a little background on, you know, how did you get into yoga and how did you kind of start incorporating that in your life and how's that come into your mission? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we we started, I'll start with the question on the brand and kind of go go from there, but we started as exactly what you said. We, we wanted to be a, uh, a clothing brand for really started looking at men, looking at, you know, military, you know, that's, that's me and that's us. Um, and then as time went on, we realized that, you know, women were really big supporters. What we wanted was to, to make shirts that allowed men to feel comfortable getting into the studio. Right. Um, and then, so we started making tanks and shirts for women. And then we realized, oh, you know, shit, this isn't just a brand. This is a, a community we're building here. Um, so we, we fostered and, and helped grow this amazing community of people that are uh, really looking to heal and looking to find their peace and, and they're curious to holistic ways to do it. Um, me personally, I found my, my yoga practice in 2016. I broke my back in 2015 in December of it. I was two weeks away from going to uh, soft CA selection, uh, I call it uh, civil affairs assessment selection. Um, but I was on a, I was in a training event and I was in an armored vehicle slipped as I was standing up on the seat. And then my back crunched down on the, on the back of the metal seat and I fractured L2, L3 vertebrae across the, uh, across the bones. Um, and then from there I was, I was laid out for a couple of weeks, couldn't move. Uh, I was in extreme pain, couldn't even sit up, uh, couldn't go to use the bathroom. Like I was in, I was in brutal pain and brutal shape, just dosed up on, uh, painkillers and, and whatever else. Um, once I kind of started walking again, I, I started with a walker and then from a walker, I went to a cane and then from the cane, I started walking really slowly and then jogging. Um, but I had a, I had a PT who was doing my rehab, my back. And I was, I changed my selection date to, you know, a couple months out so I could, I could recover a little bit. And I asked him, I said, you know, is it, is it okay for me to start training for selection right now with, with what's going on in my back? And he says, nah, you look like you're healing. If you can take the pain, then, then have at it. <laughs> so of course I said to myself, you know, I can, I can take the pain. It's yeah. Cool I can take all this. the pain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a shirt that says King of Pain. My buddy made me in high school and I wore it all the time that broke my back. That's how I felt. Yeah. Uh, so then I, I trained up for selection, went, came back, and I was just wrecked. Like every night, every night there, um, I was icing my back like after every training, after every exercise and um, event of, of selection. Um, but I came home and I, I was just, I was absolutely wrecked. And I had no painkillers at this point. Like I had no, you know, no meds, um, but I was still in a lot of pain. So my wife recommended I try yoga. And at first I pushed her away and I said, like, ah, you know, that's, that's for chicks. So, you know, yoga is, yoga is not for dudes. So, yep. uh, you know, good recommendation, but no thanks. But, you know, it was, I was in a bad enough place. You know, what I didn't say is I, I had lost a couple of buddies um, in October. We lost three dudes in our, uh, in our unit during a training cycle and I lost a, a really close buddy at that same time too. So I was in a really uh, bad place mentally, uh, pretty bad place physically. So it was, it was just kind of the, um, like a, a, a bad, perfect storm um, inside me. So eventually after my wife, you know, kept pushing and pushing, I said, you know what, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll try it. 
So I went to the studio with my good buddy at the time who was a 240 pound tanker, just big, you know, Hulk of a man and, and me who was all busted up. And we walked into the studio with a couple of beach towels because we, we didn't have mats yet at this point. Yep. Um, set our mats down, went through this, this class with a badass teacher out in Colorado Springs, got our ass kicked. And we're like, well, I was, I was really tough. Like I felt like I felt like I stood out like a sore thumb, but it was, it was really cool. So we, we went back again together and then he started going like five days a week right away. Uh, I started a couple times a week and then three times a week. And then I was practicing, practicing as much as I could. Um, so I fell in love with the practice pretty quick, you know, allowed me to find presence and allowed me to find, uh, you know, breath and, and really to connect with myself in ways that I, that I really needed at the time. Um, then as, as time went on, you know, I got more committed to the practice. Uh, we came out to uh, North Carolina, the substation at Fort Bragg. Uh, we started practicing at, or I started practicing at a studio uh, called Hot Asana here in Southern Pines. It's it's where uh, same owner of the studio I went to Colorado Springs. So I felt very, very comfortable there. Picked out my practice once I got here. And then my wife brought me to a yoga festival. And I went to that festival and it, it was amazing. But it was like 15,000 women and like 15 guys. Like I hardly saw <laughs> I hardly saw a dude there. And I went around to all, I told my wife, it's my birthday. I told her, I said, I want to get a shirt to remember the day. Um, so I went around to every vendor around this field. There must've been like 40, 50 vendors there, not one shirt for guys. Really? I, was like, I was like, this needs to change. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's when I went to my brother, who's my business partner. Um, and I sat down with him and I was like, this is my idea. I want to, I want to start a, a clothing line and he's got an MBA. So it kind of, he said, you know, if you believe in this, let's do it. So he's kind of the backbone of American Yogi. And from there, it just, just kind of took off and grew and we've, we've been able to, uh, to connect with some really amazing people and some really amazing uh, other like veteran owned businesses, which has helped us grow uh, quite a bit. Like, like you mentioned, the community, the community is, is unbelievable. The veteran community uh, of businessmen. And women. Absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate you so much uh, sharing your story of how you guys have got off the ground and getting to where you're going now. And I've definitely noticed the same thing. Uh, I've been on and off practicing yoga since I was in college uh, 10, 12 years ago. And I do remember my first, my first time going to a hot yoga class and just walking out completely obliterated and oh, yeah. uh, just being like, I'm pretty sure my brain is like melted. Like I, was, oh, yeah, I thought I was like, like it. <laughs> it's, I used, I used to wrestle uh, in high school and I was, I was actually a wrestling coach too. After um, my favorite, favorite thing about it though, is that we kept the rooms hot as hell. Right. So like my, my coach would always put the room up to 90 and then we'd all be, you know, in sweats and, and working our asses off. And then, um, <laughs> it's funny. I teach now, I'm uh, a yoga instructor as well. So my father was in town and I brought him into a class and afterwards, you know, he said it felt like a wrestling practice in there. I love like putting that heat up, yep. you know, the heat index through the roof. It's humid. You're sweating your ass off. You're working, you're moving. It's, there's nothing like it, man. I love, I love that brain melt feeling after class. hundred percent. And the, the thing I, I heard you mention too, you were talking about, you were, you know, in a, in a place in your life where, you know, there was not just what was going on with you physically in, in your, your body, what was going on in, in your, in your mind and in your heart and soul too. And that's what I think a lot of people uh, in Western culture uh, and probably a lot of dudes in general too, don't really understand about yoga is that it's, you know, a lot, we think of it a lot of times as the stretchy thing, but it's really about the, 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 the taking the time to, you know, it's an introduction to meditation. It's, it's about the mindfulness. It's about the breathing. 
as much as it is about the actual posing that you're doing that goes along with it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's interesting too. It's you know people think about yoga and look at it as the, you know this broad, you know general generalization of yoga. But really, when it comes down to it, yoga is like anything else. Where there's so many different practice, types of practice. There's so right. many different teachers. Everybody teaches differently. And um, like for for example, like what I teach is is uh, hot vinyasa or hot flow. And it, it follows a certain structure and, you know, you, you do certain things and the poses are certain ways. And there's a, there's a lot more, there's a lot less rigid rigidity to it. Um, but when I at least try to bring into the, the studio when I teach and, and what my favorite teachers do as well is really to bring it to a spiritual place, really to bring it to a place where um, doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter where you've come from. doesn't matter if you're, if you've been doing yoga for 10 years or 10 days or it's your first day. Um, it's accessible. You know, the breath is always accessible. You know, basic movements are always accessible. So you do those things to be able to tap into your mind, to be able to tap into that meditative state, to be able to find a little peace. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's kind of a gateway drug to, to meditation. You know, I actually started my meditation practice first and then I found yoga after and I loved it because it was a, you know, a moving version of, of meditation. Yeah. hundred percent. That's awesome. For me, I, I actually got my introduction to uh, meditation through scuba diving because and free diving because it's all the breath control involved with doing that. And then that for me going over to yoga, it was like, oh, like this is very similar thing of like controlling what I'm doing with my with my breathing. Just now I'm adding a lot more physicality to it. Yeah. Um, but it's something that for me, so it's awesome to hear that you're 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 a yoga instructor now. And it's really allows, seems like it's probably really allowing you to bridge the gap too, between your brand and what it represents and connecting with the community. For me, I, I got certified as a performance breathing coach because for me, I was realizing everything that I was doing performance wise is so much based around how I breathe and, and control of the breath. So whether it's, you know, getting in a verbal altercation with someone and you need to stay cool, calm and collected, or you're behind a rifle and need to make a 600, 800 yard shot, or you're, you know, getting ready to make a free throw like that control of the breath and being able to, to realize what's going on with your body and use that breath to control your mind and your body both is such a, a key element. And it's one of the things that I, I love about yoga is that attention to, it. and it's a, it's a 5,000 year old practice, you know, basically out of, out of India. And then we're, just kind of starting to understand from a Western sense now of like the science, the biochemistry, the neuroscience that's really all behind it now. And it's really cool to see kind of this Eastern and Western philosophy meeting in the middle now. Now, dude, I agree. It's, it's funny because when I started doing meditation, I wanted to find out, um, like I wanted to do the research and find out like what's, what's happening in my body. Like what's the science of, um, of meditation? What's the science of breathing? What it's actually doing to me? Um, and there's so many studies that I found where meditation actually changes the way your body processes stress, the way your, your body processes, um, like anxiety and like, it actually releases a chemical in your brain. Like there's, I'm, I'm not smart about that kind of stuff. There's probably there's people a lot smarter that could describe it, but, um, it actually, it actually does change, um, how you, how you go through life just by having a meditation practice. Um, I, I am mean, curious though. I've never heard of a breathing coach. Um, super curious what what that would entail. Like, what what is it that you do? Yeah, so um, I got certified through uh, XPT, which is Laird Hamilton and Gabby Reese's fitness company. Uh, which they're a phenomenal phenomenal group. If you ever want to look them up, um, but they work with uh, everyone from people that are kind of 
athletes on the edge of kind of retiring and still want to have longevity with their fitness to people that are actual like in the, you know, professional athlete realm. Uh, Laird Hamilton being, you know, one of the OG big wave surfers, he wanted to keep working hard. And I think he's had uh, a hip replacement. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's dealing with the whole thing of like rocking your body really hard and, and dealing with the repercussions of it too. And um, so one of the things they, the three tenets they really focus on is breathe, breathing, movement, and recovery. Um, and so the thing that's really cool, and I don't know if you've, you're familiar with uh, the guys that there used to be power, speed, endurance, but now they're shift adapt, but they are on a very similar wavelength with understanding the relationship with our breathing between oxygen tolerance or oxygen efficiency and CO2 tolerance. So a lot of stuff I do with my clients is helping not just when you're doing cardiovascular stuff and focusing on breathing, but also focusing on how you breathe, nasal breathing versus mouth breathing, uh, yeah. diaphragmatic control. You know, a lot of people, especially I'm sure you see it like dudes being doing really hard PT, doing hit and stuff. And they go straight to like that, like hyperventilating through the mouth. So having more control over how you breathe, more cognizant of how you breathe. Uh, and then I'd like to do a lot of, of CO2 loading uh, with people in their training. So not to the point of hypoxia passing out, like you see like diet guys in like pre, pre-dive school do and stuff yeah. like that, but doing a little bit of hypercapnia and hypoxic work in your conditioning to help you more CO2 tolerant, uh, which generally they're, they're discovering now, if you have a high CO2 tolerance, you have a high stress tolerance in general. You're just a calm dude. If you ever met a professional free diver, they're like the most mellow, coolest people you've ever met. If you yeah. ever met anybody that's uh, a high altitude athlete, someone that climbs high mountains and stuff like that, that they do a lot of work at altitude. They're just like the most calm, mellow people. And it's just, it, they're just, they can deal with stress. It just, and it's part of that in the brain is that they have a very high tolerance to CO2. No, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I must, I must have a low tolerance back <laughs> on stress. Like it's going out of style. But well, it's, I've always it's, been it's adaptable, man. You can you can work on it. You can change it. Just like just like you can exactly. with your practice. Exactly. That, that that's what amazes me though. Is like you know, you're talking about dudes that are high altitude athletes or big wave surfers, like dudes that, that or free divers. Um, it amazes me to watch people and to talk to people that push their bodies and their minds so far past what you know the average person ever attempts. You know, I I did my first triathlon years ago. Um, I wanted to go big when I did it. So I didn't, my first one was an Olympic. So, you know, the 1.2 mile yeah. swim, 25 mile bike, seven mile run. And I absolutely loved it. Like my endorphins were <laughs> through the roof by the end of that. Like I was, I was like sprinting to the finish line. I absolutely loved it. Um, and I, I used to do half marathons. Then I would push a little further and try to get like 16, 17 miles in. Cause I loved the idea of pushing my body and then, you know, I broke my back and then, going through uh, the, the Q course, like the, the CAQ course, um, we did a lot of rucking, did a lot of, you know, uh, and we did a lot of miles on our feet and yeah, it's tough, but it's, it's different than from when you're like alone and you're forcing yourself to push your body to the limit. Like, that's why like my yoga classes, I want people to leave there and be like, man, I'm spent like <laughs> physically and mentally. I sweat out all, all my stuff. Like I push my body and push my mind. Um, and like down the road, like I'd love to do like a desert marathon or something where I'd just be shuffling through the desert alone for 126 miles or something like, a, you know, an ultra. I just like the idea of that, you know, the breath is so, it's such an amazing tool 
where like we don't realize or most people don't realize like how much you can like biohack yourself yeah. just by altering your breathing and paying attention to your breathing. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm anyway, sure you I, follow I uh, Wim Hof and all the, all the, the yeah. hype that's come around him. And he's, he's definitely onto something. I think he's done something naturally that's just come natural to him. But I mean, people are studying him because he's onto something and he's, he started a whole movement. I mean, a lot of people are paying attention to it for, so it's, there's more to it. And I think we're just scratching the surface with it too, if, if you want my opinion on it, but there's more, more to be seen, but yeah, yoga being at the core root of it, right? This is something that we've, yeah. we've been, as a, as a people we've been doing for, at least in certain societies for thousands of years. And so I, I wanted to ask you too, you guys have had a, a really big event uh, lately, just recently, like you guys uh, had a big yoga class on the USS Yorktown, right? Yeah, that, that was actually with Warrior Surf. So okay. Warrior Surf Foundation, it's run out of Folly Beach, North uh, South Carolina. Um, Andy Manzi is a founder of that, good buddies with him. Uh, Sarah Jones, our yoga instructor down there, they they called me up and asked me to teach because I went down to South Carolina, did an event with him uh, a couple of years ago and fell in love with the foundation. So I kept a relationship with Warrior Surf and we were kind of just waiting for the right time where you know, I've come and taught a class or I went down there and taught a class for him, uh, but we were waiting for everything to line up, you know, deployments being done and, you know, being in a place where we had the space and they, they had this event on the USS Yorktown and I think we had like over 200 people there. It was, it was unbelievable. It was the biggest class I ever taught. Um, and I taught it with Andy Manzi and it was a, it was an unbelievable event. Um, you know, we have our event that we run every year until COVID hit, uh, America, we used to, it was 100% or it is, we just haven't done it in a minute. Um, it's a 100% veteran run festival. Uh, and all the teachers are veterans. Uh, all the vendors are either uh, veterans themselves, active duty or spouses of uh, military. And then obviously American Yogi being a veteran owned uh, company. And we would do that every year. We donate like Seven, seven and change to get somebody through yoga, uh, teacher training, uh, scholarships with the local studio with Hadasana. Very cool. We donate to Exalted Warrior Foundation down in, in uh, Tampa, Florida that, yeah. that uh, makes adaptive yoga programs for vets and we got the community together. And we haven't been able to do it in a couple of years. We were trying to do it this year, but then, you know, it was, it was too hard to say what was going to happen with, with COVID and with the vaccine. So we're probably going to hold off till, for another few months, maybe a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I know for the past, the past year has been extremely hard for anybody uh, who works in any kind of industry or any kind of business where you rely on getting people together. Right. Uh, yeah. If you, you know, if you have a, a had a takeout pizza business, you probably did okay yeah. <laughs> last year. Exactly. But if you're, if your bread and butter revolves around face-to-face -face interactions, uh, it, it was hard to make through last year for sure. But I'm glad to see that to hear that the the Yorktown was a huge success and that you've got some great collaboration going on with uh, other other like-minded veteran businesses. And as those kind of relationships, like you said earlier, that that community uh, is one of the the most important things. And one of the, one of the reasons I started podcasting is just like I knew getting out of the active duty side, I was like, I'm going to be missing my my family's going to be essentially, you know, going on and continuing what they're doing and I'm on a different path. So how do I, how do I keep that community? And it's, it's just yeah. a matter of going out there and looking for it. Cause we're out there and we all, we all love each other. We all know this, the crap we've been through the, <laughs> you know, between the deployments, losing, losing people that you love divorces, blah, blah, blah. We've all yeah. been through the same or very similar stuff. So uh, it's, it's so important to keep that, that community together, man. Now, dude, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's, that's been the really cool thing about American Yogi that 
that we we didn't really expect or we we weren't we had no idea that it was going to turn into such like such a community like such you can feel like you're part of a tribe with american yogi and that's what i love and um being in the position that i'm in it's it's been really cool to be one of the you know one of the voices of yoga in the veteran community where you know i want people to think of american yogi when they think of yoga you know whether you're a veteran or not but you know especially in this veteran community um and I've had a lot of dudes that, that have helped me out along the way, helped us out a lot. Um, Griff from Combat Flip Flops, you know, he yep. he was like my first mentor um, and, and helped us kind of get back on, get on track as we started. And, you know, Softly, the boys down at Softly yep. are, are unbelievable. They kind of took me under their wing. Um, it's, just, it's just been, you know, I've uh, been talking to uh, I don't know, the Spirit of Systems. Uh, the team over there is incredible. Basically, like dudes that, maybe didn't have a direct relation to yoga um but with american yogi now all of a sudden it, it feels maybe a little more accessible you know i'm i'm a face that that looks like that looks like them um so i think it helps and it's been amazing to be able to to, be able to be a voice you know making making yoga you know less less of taboo you know because sure. really we're all trying to tap into the same thing right you know yoga is just a vehicle yeah absolutely and and on that you know you've you've been working with a bunch of bunch of dudes bunch of veterans military guys do you have anything like for anybody that's like would be listening to this it's like yeah you know that stuff's for the 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 chicks it's for the birds whatever man how is there anything you would say suggest or like just getting started or you know just like getting getting your feet wet with yoga how would you how would you tell someone or suggest someone to kind of go about getting into it yeah so so i actually get that question a lot and you know there's a couple different ways that that, uh, that i answer that you know the first is well if you know if you're not ready to go to a studio uh, there's plenty of videos online on our website, liveamericanyogi.com. We have we have free videos that 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 we provide for people that maybe they're deployed, maybe they're just in a, in a position where they don't have the time to get to a studio, or maybe they're just starting out and just want something accessible. Um, so uh, the Phoenix Yogi, Marina Harding, uh, did a lot of our videos. Clay Merritt, who runs Strength Through Flexibility, you know, they're uh, he's a he's a veteran SMU, awesome dude. Um, they've taught classes on our site and they're very accessible. They're, they're very straightforward. They're not going to make people stand on their heads and do all kinds of crazy inversions. Um, so one way, if you're just starting out, find a video, you know, you can look on our website, really any, any kind of beginners or all, even all levels flow would be good for, for a beginner and throw a towel down on the floor or even just practice on your carpet and just try to follow along. Um, that's, that's kind of the first way. Um, the other thing I tell people is just to get in the studio, just, just jump in, you know, like if you, if you feel like you might be out of place, throw a shirt on that makes you feel comfortable or a tank top and a pair of silk. I practice in a tank top and silkies. Um, that's, that's how I practice. That's how I teach. That's how I'm comfortable. Uh, but I know dudes that practice in tights. I know dudes that practice in, you know, basketball shorts and shirtless. It doesn't matter. Uh, the cool thing about the yoga studio is it's a judgment-free a judgment-free zone you know you walk in there nobody nobody cares what you're wearing nobody cares what you know what you're doing on your mat because they're fighting their own battle on their mat so i would say jump into the studio um, you're going to try i would try a handful of different instructors maybe if one studio doesn't work out for you you don't connect try a different studio that's a good idea you know, yoga is like anything else you know there's there's so many different types like we were talking about like some teachers are going to play country music. Some teachers are going to play, you know, rock. Some people are going to play classic rock. You know, for me, I play a lot of lo-fi hip hop and um, some electronic in there. And then like really like chill, low key music. That's 
stuff that that appeals to me you know some mm-hmm. people might hear the the playlist that i make and it's not for them you know some people get into a room and it's too hot you know because i like it really hot it might not be for them so but the teacher before me maybe she's perfect for them so i would say like try a bunch of classes you're gonna feel awkward at first you know i felt awkward for a long time i still feel awkward in some classes with all my injuries that you know i can't do things that the people around me can do but it's okay because you know eventually you'll get there and it's not really even about the the you know prettiness and the gracefulness of your pose of your postures it's just about tapping in it's just about moving and breathing and being present yeah that's great advice man and there's no winning in yoga right like the only the only person you're competing against is is yourself i i i say that all the time in and out of class i say and people tell me oh i'm not flexible enough you you can do yoga even if you're not flexible you can do yoga yeah you know 100%. 100%. It's it's definitely tailorable just just like a breath practice is. I mean, it doesn't really matter what your age is. If you can if you can breathe and you can move a little bit, you can get started. Exactly. And then you know what, if you want to take child's pose and just put your forehead down on the mat for 70 minutes, 65 60 minutes, like that's fine. That's still yoga too. Yeah. You yeah. know, breathe like breathing, meditating, that's yoga. You know, doing something with focus and, and concentration, that's yoga. Um so that you know, one one part of it one limb of yoga is asanas, the postures, movements, but you know, there's, there's eight limbs. Um, you know, if you go through life mindfully, it's yoga. That's, that's the cool thing about it. You know, we put so much stress on the physical practice, but really there's, there's so much that makes it. Love it, man. So yeah. I'm going to ask you a couple of the questions I like to ask uh, all the guests on, on the show here. And first one is uh, what, or who do you think of when you hear the term warrior monk? Um, so actually the first time I heard that was, was Mike Cursina from Spotter Up. I, yep. I heard him talk about it all the time. Like the, the Warrior men- Scholar. A mentor of mine. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's an awesome dude. Um, we've been talking for the last few years. Um, I hope he hears this. Then. That's, that's pretty cool. I'll uh, tag him in it. <laughs> yeah. So, but Warrior Monk to me, like, so when I was, when I was uh, deployed last year, uh, I felt a lot like a Warrior Monk because, you know, I, I could be on mission in the morning. And then I could be meeting with, you know, some sort of organization, you know, organizations that were overseas with us, and then be meeting with people of other countries, uh, special operations guys. And then at night I'd be doing yoga on the roof, you know, staring out at the the Syrian countryside. Um, And then I'd be journaling at night and then I'd get up the next day and run a mission. So when I think warrior monk, I think of, you know, the balance between somebody that when it's time to do, do the work, you know, they can throw, throw on a vest and go do the work or, you know, go on mission, get on the road, whatever they need to do. But the flip side of that is you still have that, that spiritual side of yourself. You still have a side that can sit, meditate, tap into your emotions and um, not be afraid to, uh, to embrace some of the more compassionate or, you know, loving sides of yourself. Absolutely, man. That's a a beautiful take, perfect take on it, man. I, I, I love it. Um, next question is who is influencing right you right now? And that could be, you know, someone personally, uh, someone that you're, that you're reading, uh, a mentor or anything of that nature. So I'd say, I mean, really like my, my couple of biggest mentors right now is, you know, I've, me and uh, Doug Keyswater from Softly. Yep. Awesome. Awesome dude. Uh, I hit him up. We, I mean, we talk every once in a while these days, but he always puts me on puts me on course. You know, they're obviously a few years in front of American Yogi at this point. Um, but he's been an amazing mentor. 
Um, Zane from Spirit of Systems, you know, he's actually, he was in one of my yoga classes, uh, I guess six, seven months ago. Katie's come uh, quite a bit. And then we linked up and, and, you know, I got to tour the facilities and I talked to those guys. And it, it's amazing to me to see people that, you know, I, I can see the path that American Yogi is on. And then I meet other people that, you know, started in the exact same place. And then four or five years later, I can see because of the work they've done, what's possible. Um, and it gives me hope for American Yogi that, you know, that that's where we'll be. And what's incredible is that there's, there's these veterans, veteran business owners that they don't look at us. They don't look at American Yogi as competition. They look at us as, you know, somebody that, you know, we're all, we're all working together. Like what Doug always tells me is there's enough market to go around. There's enough people to go around. Like there's no, there's no point of ever putting anyone to the side or pushing people to the side in this veteran community, because there's so many people in this world that, that we can tap into, whether it's, you know, in the yoga space or, you know, it's all fleets case, whether it's, um, like the workout space, you know, weights, whether it's, you know, spotted up and the, the, the space of, you know, writing and poetry, like there's so much room for us all to grow together. And what's been incredible for me is to be mentored by these dudes that, um, that really want to help, you know, really want to want to help build each other up. So. That's awesome, man. And it's, that, it's, that it's hundred percent. Yeah. It does. And it's, it's great to hear that that's the, the the environment that you're that you're finding too because i've run across one or two groups that don't have that same mentality that like they do look at it as competition yeah. uh and when i have come across those people i definitely you know i'm like well i don't want to put any effort into working with you if that's your if you're looking at other yeah. veteran companies as competition then you know you're you're not you don't get it there's you're not you're not quite on this on the level at least not the level i want to be on as far as yeah. looking as as community for sure so I appreciate you you sharing and and kind of giving the the true the true version of of yourself too and and what American Yogi is all about, man. I do appreciate the uh, the pure, uncensored, unfiltered version because that's what I think people are drawn to about uh, about authenticity too. It's like why why I like to have you know veteran uh, business owners and and veterans on the podcast is because typically we don't give you bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent, man. Like what. I always, I always tell people like, if I do a podcast or something, if I'm talking to some of my brothers there, my brother will always come in and I'll say like, he's not lying. This is, this is exactly who he is. And that's, that's how I approach it. You know, like the, the I think the success we've had as American Yogi is, is because I'm just out there. What you see is what you get. And, you know, hopefully enough people that are dealing with similar things, and, you know, for an American Yogi's case, it's, you know, I've been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress and, you know, severe anxiety and, and severe depressive disorder, all, all these things. And that doesn't mean it's a label that I can't fight. And I want other people to know that as well. You know, that wherever you're at, you know, whether, whether it's military or not, if, if you're in a place where you need to, to grow and you want to work through things like American Yogi is a home to find people to your left and right that are doing the exact same thing. So I feel like it's my duty, uh, you know, that in, call it, you know, the Dharma, Dharma duty to, to help others like that wanted to give back, you know, where I've been able to, you know, find some peace in my life through my practice. Absolutely, man. Well, you know, if anybody out there right now is listening, they want to, they want to know about American Yogi, where, where do they go? Where do they follow you? Where can they pick up the swag? Where can they check out the, uh, the free classes that you guys have online? Yeah. So best, best place to, to contact me is live American Yogi on Instagram. 
Uh, so L-I-V-E, American Yogi. Uh, but we also have Facebook, American Yogi LLC. And then uh, our website, liveamericanyogi.com. There's a classes tab there for online classes. There's shirts, there's uh, accessories, headbands, you name it. We're, we're, it's all, all on the site and I'd be happy. I answer every message. Um, so anybody can hit me up anytime. Very cool, man. Well, Phil, dude, I appreciate you finally linking up with me, uh, taking some time out of your your Fourth of July holiday to uh, talk with me for a couple minutes. And I wish American Yogi all the continued success in the future and your transition uh, out of active duty status. And hey, man, I, I hope we can collaborate and uh, do some some stuff in the future. I, I love what you're doing, man. I love the mission of of your business. No, Lance, I appreciate it, man. Uh, pleasure to speak with you today. Always always love talking this stuff. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Phil, it was a real pleasure having you on the podcast, brother. And like you said, you guys can go check out liveamericanyogi.com as well as on Instagram, liveamericanyogi, and on Facebook at American Yogi LLC. And if you throw a couple things into your shopping cart on the website, use coupon code WARRIORMONK10. It's all caps, WARRIORMONK10 for 10% off at checkout. Thank you for joining me again on the Warrior Monk Podcast. Please look forward to some more content in the coming weeks. And if you've got ideas for content or you want to strike up a conversation, please feel free to hit me up on Instagram or on Facebook at the Warrior Monk Podcast. All right, guys, this is Lance signing out. Let's continue to grow through balance.